Boom. Those are two good ones right there. So welcome in everyone. Shed some light episode 49 coming to you on the Monday after the Super Bowl. Uh, as of recording this, the Super Bowl has not happened for Jack and I. So uh, we would like to congratulate the winner. The Chiefs. Probably. <laughs> so that means um, the 10 minute rant bet will be coming up, not on this episode, but most likely Friday. We'll see how that goes, uh, but stay tuned for that one. Before I get into some administrative stuff here, Jack, how you doing on this Monday? How was your weekend? Doing fantastic, baby. You know, like I said, don't want to get a weekend, so just I'm just rolling through days right now. There you go. You like to hear that. Uh, hope everyone had a fantastic weekend, similar to Jack and I. Um, real quick, before we jump into our Monday sports dump, we've got some administrative stuff to take care of off the bat here. First, I would like to give a quick shout out and a thank you to our listeners because uh, this past week we hit our highest amount of listens since the week of Christmas where we were off to let everyone catch up on the listens. This past week hit the same peak number of plays. So thank you to everyone who is out there listening to us. We don't know why you listen yeah, to us. Shout to the listeners. We don't know why, but we appreciate it. And also with that being said, big news that we kind of teased, I'd say about a month or so ago, um, shed some light sweatshirts. Boom, the merch, baby. The merch is officially coming. Uh, there will be some preview pictures going up on social media relatively soon. Um, but the shed some light official merchandise sweatshirts will be going up for sale very shortly. If you would like to jump on those before. Uh, they sell out. Hopefully they sell out. We have a very limited quantity coming up on this first batch here. Hit us up on social media and uh, we'll arrange your purchasing that way. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got right now. Um, let me see. Yeah, I think those were the two non-sports things that I wanted to touch on before we take our, our deep dive here. You got anything else before sports? I'm ready for some sports. Maybe. All right. So let's talk some sports here. Um, we're starting off, uh, Trevor Bauer signs with the Dodgers since our last recording. You got any thoughts? on uh, that? Yeah, sure. Everyone's, everyone has been comparing that to Kevin Durant signing with the Warriors. Don't give a fuck. I honestly don't care. Uh, like realistically speaking, if you actually want to like break down the contract, they highly overpaid for him. He's not worth $40 million a year. I would say very few pitchers are worth $40 million a year. But again, he's in the National League. So fucking everybody go to the National League. Make it easier for the White Sox. We'll see you in the fucking World Series. Yep. Tim Anderson will pimp home runs just like he did this year when we faced the Reds. So don't really care. Yep, I'm right there with you. And then the other uh, news, I don't think we talked about this yet. Uh, Alex Colomay. We have oh, yeah, to the Twins. Signed with the Twins. Off the White Sox to the Twins. You, I don't really like to see that staying in the division there. Um, the, only, the only thing that pissed me off about that, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, worried per se. I'm not like, oh, God, this, you know, like, puts the Twins over the top or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. The Twins are a great team. It's the fact that they only paid $6 million for him. Right. Fucking White Sox, what are you doing? Give him $6 million pay Liam Hendricks, whatever, and just have legitimately the best bullpen you could fucking have. Right. Right. I'm right there with you. I, I, I'm not, I'm not again, like I'm, 
him signing with the Twins doesn't make me any more scared of the Twins. Like they're they're a great team. I think that the White Sox handle them this year. I so, hope I hope you're right, but I I just really liked him. I liked his work ethic, his approach to things. Always just coming in looking pissed off. Yeah, true. But if you want to, you know what it is? It's the upgrade meme button. And we <laughs> upgraded, and that's Liam Hendricks. True. So I'll take fucking Liam Hendricks over Yep. I'm but right I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah. So I just wanted to get your thoughts uh, on I have a little. I have a little bit of White Sox. Okay. Let's hear a little what bit you of got. White Sox. For, uh, so um, the preseason AL MVP odds came out. Ooh, I have not seen these. Uh, so in the top 20, would you like to guess how many of them are White Sox players? I'm going to say four. Try six. Oh, okay. So we have six of the top 20. That's not bad. Uh, there are three of the White Sox players that are that all have the exact same odds to win AL MVP. Would you like to try and guess who they are? Um, I'm going to go Tim. And Jose and Luis. You got two out of the three. Tim okay. Anderson is not correct. Okay. Um, Yoan? Yes, sir, baby. My boy. Yo, yo, Yoan Mancada, baby. People are sleeping on Yoan. They are sleeping on him. And <laughs> 2020, 2019, Yoan's coming back this year with a vengeance. And let me tell you, it's going to be dangerous. Boom. It's also pretty crazy to think like, oh yeah, kid's second year in his league. Uh, yeah, he's like the tied for like sixth best in the AL for like MVP. Yep. Legitimately a sophomore in the league. Yep. Kid's like 21 years old. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I'll take him for the future. Absolutely. So that's, I and like then Tim, Tim, or Yasmani is above Tim in odds. Wow. And then it's Tim and Eloy that are tied as like the bottom two. Tim and Eloy are tied? Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I, I guess a decent offense, you could say. Yeah, I don't hate that. I just, I'm a little bit surprised that Yaz is ahead of Tim. You, okay. So I am, but I'm not really. You are not very big into like the deep dive into like baseball stats. You're a very like eye test type of guy. Yes. And I follow a lot of people that are very big deep dives into stats. And if you like take a hard like one, you're like war and you're, you know, expected batting average and all this shit that like fucking nerds at home <laughs> are like calculating with some equation that I don't understand. That is the reason that Yaz is above Tim. Well, don't get me wrong. I don't hate Yaz either. I, I just, yeah, yeah, as yeah. you're saying, I'm going off strictly the eye test, and that's where I think Tim should be ahead. But what the heck do I know? Well, this is this is the other thing that like people consistently sleep on Tim Anderson, and Tim just consistently proves them wrong. And I fucking love him for it. I love the mentality. You want to talk about Alex Colomay and his mentality? Who's got the best mentality on the team is a thousand percent Tim Anderson. Oh yeah. Tim Anderson, you mentality. I don't care what you think. I'm going to come in and I'm going to fucking dominate and I'm going to do it every single day. And you guys are going to consistently be like, eh, well, it was just a fluke here. Blah, blah, blah. Guess what? They did a fucking again and he's going to do it again this year. So Boom. keep down Tim Anderson and 
let Tim Anderson consistently prove you wrong. There you go. There you go. Any I'll other, take it any day. Any other Sox talk you want to touch on? Oh, yes. Uh, White Sox signed Jonathan Lucroy as a backup catcher. I absolutely love this move. Okay. I absolutely love this move. A veteran, very smart. He'll give Yaz a couple days off. Yaz can play first. Yaz can give Jose a day off or two. I absolutely love it. He is very smart behind the plate. He's great defensively. He's not like he's not a power back. He's not going to fucking, you know, bomb home runs. He'll like basically hit singles and maybe slap a double every once in a while. But like as a backup catcher, that's a veteran that can like mentor young kids like Zach Collins into the league. I am 1000% in on Jonathan Lucroy being our backup catcher. Boom. You like that one too? So big moves. I'll take it any day of the week. Big moves. I like it. I'm so excited for baseball to start back up. Oh, me too. I want to say it's like 54 days until spring training. So keep that in the calendar. I'm not 100% sure. I think it's it's even less than that. I think it's less for pitchers and catchers. It's like 50, like four or something like that for the whole team to be there. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I'm from everybody that I follow Sox Twitter wise. I'm hearing that they're still trying to sign another starting pitcher, um, just as like kind of a fallback option, yeah. I guess. But yeah. again, I'm not too worried about that because I think Kopech starts two, three games in the minors and then comes up. Yep. So Hopefully. it's right now. Right now, your rotation is you know, Giolito, Lynn, Keuchel, Cease, Rodon. And then right as Kopech comes up, I think they move Rodon to the bullpen. Yep. Which is and then, a lethal uh, lineup right there. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> I, am, I am very excited. There we go. There we go. All right. Um, we are moving on here. I have. I would like to talk some college football with you real quick. Um, okay. And uh, unless you have any other sports topics you want to get to, I'm thinking – we have about 20 minutes left of this segment. If we can do 10 minutes of Notre Dame, 10 minutes of IU, does that work for you? Uh, well, I do want to talk a little NFL. Okay, okay. So let's go NFL first, and then we'll finish up with college football. Okay. Uh, as of recording, nothing has happened. Correct. Um, but the speculation is that the Bears are going to trade for Carson Wentz. They, what I've heard is that they are giving up Nick Foles, uh, another offensive player, and a first-round pick. And I will say this loud and clear for everyone that is listening to hear, I don't fucking want Carson Wentz as my quarterback. That might be the one of the worst trades ever done in the history of the NFL. So we would be getting back from what I've heard from that is – Carson Wentz and a mid-round pick. I don't know if that's mid-first round or mid-second round. Depending on who that other player is, who that other offensive player is, I don't hate it, per se, because like Nick Foles isn't going to do shit for us. So get him out. His contract sucks. We'll fucking see you later. But like Carson Wentz isn't going to do shit for us either. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't understand the trade of giving up a first round pick for a quarterback that is maybe marginally better than Trubisky. He isn't, he is an injury prone, slightly above average quarterback. Yeah. There, there is, I, I hate this trade if it happens. And 
and to to be like, you know what? The biggest problem with this year was our O line, like almost by far, was our offensive line. Yep. And then it's like, you know who we should trade for? The guy that gets fucking injured every time he gets sacked. That's a great idea because guess what? Our O line stinks. <laughs> Why the fuck wouldn't we trade for this guy? Yeah, dude, that does not make any sense. I saw that. I. I've been, I've been like me and like my buddies have been like having like a debate, like, you know, like if Carson Wentz should be like a quarterback and like, I agree that like, there's virtually no other options right now. Like who, like you're either, you're going to trade for Carson Wentz and give up Nick Foles, an offensive player, a first round pick, or you're going to trade for Deshaun Watson and give up like Nick Foles, an offensive player and like three first round picks. So it's like, what's the lesser of two evils or like what are you going to trade away our entire future and just put all your chips into Deshaun Watson? Or are you going to like, you know, trade away maybe this first year pick and be like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll see what happens. We'll gamble on Carson Wentz. But like, I don't like either of the options and we're just stuck in this fucking eight and eight bullshit. We can't do anything circle. And it just fucks us over every single year. I would rather give up multiple first round picks for Deshaun Watson because I think his skills level is significantly higher than Trubisky's whereas giving up a first round pick an offensive player and Nick Foles to get Carson Wentz I I just I am not convinced that Carson Wentz is any better than Trubisky is already so I just it just seems like a completely lateral move and I don't like it also, uh, one of the Bears, uh, like, beat reporters on Friday tweeted that the Bears uh, will be heavily involved in Carson Wentz. Uh, there is a believer on the coaching staff that has experience working with him, and that coach said, quote-unquote, generational talent. Describing Carson Wentz as a <laughs> generational talent is nothing short of preposterous. <laughs> A fucking generational talent. He got he got fucking hurt, and their team won the Super Bowl. Right. We're- That's not a generational talent, dude. <laughs> your team doesn't get worse when your fucking quarterback gets hurt. Yeah. Like it just doesn't happen. No, no, that is that is as you it's said, preposterous. So, it's so stupid, and it it is. But it, at the same time, it's so Chicago. Oh yeah, it's so Chicago. Oh yeah, to be like Carson Wentz, generational talent, <laughs> where he is just consistently proved slightly above average. Right, right, yeah. But a perfect. I, I love it also. Real quick, it said it said that someone on the coaching staff called him a generational talent. I guarantee you, it's like the fucking like assistant equipment manager, <laughs> and he's like, you know what? I fucking love Carson Wentz. I went to like North Dakota State with him, so uh, he's a generational talent. Right. And that guy like tweeted out being like, coaching staff. Somebody said uh, generational talent. <laughs> being like, hey, the fucking guy like sorts their laundry, dude. Yeah, yeah, that is just a, a wild move. So, uh, anything else Bears wise you want to touch on? Nope, I just want hard, hard known to everybody that I do not want Carson Wentz. There you go. There you go. All right. But Let's... I will also be fine if he turns out to be good. <laughs> Putting that I'm on the records. <laughs> All right. Um, if he proves me wrong, fuck, so be it. There you go. 
There you go. Let's move on real quick. We've only got a couple minutes left here. We're just touching on some college football. Um, Notre Dame and IU have both both released their official 2021 football schedules. Have you taken a look at either of them? I saw IU's for a second, but I didn't have enough time to look into it. All right, so I'll run through them real quick. IU starting off. Um, first game, Saturday, September 4th, opening up on the road at Iowa. Then they go uh, at home against Idaho and Cincinnati. Dub. Dub. Uh, Then on the road to Western Kentucky. Dub. On the road to Penn State. Dub. Michigan State at home. Dub. Ohio State at home. Dub. (laughs) At Maryland. Dub. At Michigan. Dub. Rutgers at home. Dub. Minnesota at home for senior day. Dub. On the road at Purdue to wrap up the season. I mean, we're going undefeated. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Love the confidence. Love the confidence. So that's the 2021 Hoosiers football schedule here. Um, let me pull up Notre Dame's. Um, you and Notre Dame in the national championship. Boom, baby. Let's go. So Notre Dame opens up on a Sunday again this year. Hey. Uh, Sunday game at Florida State to start off. Um, yeah, starting off hot. Uh, first home game, the Toledo Rockets coming to town. Oh, let's go, baby. <laughs> Boom. Then we have uh, Purdue at home. Then we have Wisconsin at Soldier Field. Cannot wait oh, for that game. Let's go. Oh, that's a dub. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati at home. Marcus dub. Freeman game. Um, then it is at Virginia Tech. Dub. Then uh, coming off the bye week, we have USC at home. We dub. have North Carolina at home. Dub. We have Navy at home. Dub. Then we go at Virginia. Dub. Uh, Georgia Tech at home end of November. Dub. And then on the road at Stanford to finish the season. I, I swear to God, I don't see where we lose. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, don't get me wrong. I was fucking joking around saying that they were going to win every single game. Like, obviously, the Ohio State game, you know, tough. Starting the game, starting the season on the road at Iowa, tough. Like, a bunch of those tough games. Legitimately, I do not see where we lose. It's 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 going to come down to how this Jack Cohen kid plays at quarterback. I want to get ahead of this, and I want to say this. Fuck Jack Cohen. <laughs> I don't want to see I'm dead serious, dude. Why don't you it, like it's him? It's a fucking... It's bullshit. It, uh, we don't need him. Fucking start Drew Pine or start Tyler Buckner. I don't care. Both of those people have higher ceilings than Jack Cohen does. Yeah, he's just... he's Jack Cohen is literally just a bridge to get these other two kids a little bit more experience. I, I would not... Drew Pine sat behind Ian Book all year. I would he's not, got all the experience he needs. I, I would not feel confident at all starting Drew Pine or Tyler Buckner on the road at Florida State for their first collegiate start no fuck them dude you gotta throw them into the gauntlet <laughs> throw them so into the fucking i am i am perfectly fuck you iowa Woo! did it did they just win? i just beat iowa again let's Suck go my dick let's Garza, go you motherfucker, let's you go girl. let's go did you lick did, my nuts Luca garza <laughs> did you watch any of that game no it i was, was working it was, it was a great game Suck my nuts, Luca Garza. They had had, two point win. They had uh, Luca Garza in foul trouble within eight minutes of the game starting. 
He sat. What? He sat. I think twelve minutes of the first half. Fuck you, Iowa. <laughs> Big dub. Big dub. All okay, right. But back to what we were saying. I'm dead serious. I don't. I don't like Jack Cohen. We'll have to see. Dude, he fucking sucked at Wisconsin, beat out by a freshman. Why would I want him? Why would I want him as my starting quarterback? Hey, I don't know. Give me someone with a way higher ceiling. Yeah, me sure. Too. You know what you're getting? The floor, the floor is higher for Jack Cohen than it is for like Drew Pine and uh, Tyler Buckner. Yep. But the ceiling for Drew Pine and Tyler Buckner is exponentially higher. Oh, I'm so, not I'm not disagreeing with that. So just be honestly, just be like, listen, I would I would sit down like Tyler Buckner and Drew Pine and be like, listen, like this quarterback battle is between you two, but I will not hesitate to go to Jack Cohen. Yeah. But the only thing that 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 like makes me hesitant about this is that if I'm Jack Cohen, I don't transfer to Notre Dame unless I know that I'm starting. Oh, I I think he knows that. I think he he's un, basically undoubtedly going to be the starter. Which is bullshit. <laughs> I don't want him. He's not good. I don't get how Notre Dame fans were like saw that and were happy. Because I, I I'm just taking the experience factor into it. Dude, to- look at our last five quarterbacks. We've thrown every single one of them into the gauntlet immediately. Yeah. Kelly statistically is better with a, a, a freshman slash like rookie quarterback than he is with an experienced quarterback. Yeah. So why, why are you nervous? I'm, I'm just telling you, dude, like if you, if you statistically speaking, this is a year that like Kelly should thrive because he has a freshman quarterback or like a freshman per se, quote unquote. Right, right. I don't know. Um, that that opening up at Florida State night game, dude. Yes, yeah. let you find <laughs> me. So we'll see how that plays out. One other thing I wanted to throw out. Carson Wentz. <laughs> One other thing I wanted to throw out Notre Dame football wise. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, this uh, recruiting class, the recruiting cycle that just finished up, is uh, Notre Dame's first top ten recruiting class since 2013. And that 2013 class was, um, I believe, don't quote me on this, but I think that was um, like Jalen Smith and Will Fuller yep. and uh, that whole group. So I believe it was as well. Making moves, making moves. So that was for this recruiting class. So you say wrapping up is wrapping up for the people that are coming in next year. Going to be freshmen in freshmen in 2021. Correct. Correct. All right, Kelly. This is a message to you. Grow some fucking nuts and play all these kids. <laughs> They're highly rated for a reason. They're good at football. They get it. Play them just based off the fact that they're probably more athletic than anybody that we have now. So guess what? Start them and let them fly. (laughs) And we'll lead them into three years of fucking greatness. Boom. Boom. Stop stop doing the Mike Bray. I mean, yeah, I don't want to play freshman. It's bullshit. Play them and let's fucking win some games. (laughs) So uh, with, you know, today being the – yesterday as you're listening to this being the super bowl um my my new focus right now is on uh southern conference is that what we're talking so conference, baby yeah. yes sir boom so, buccaneers. so 
all my focus is going there. I need my football still in life. So I have I have just a quick little little last minute sports dump, real quick. Okay. Parker Bedreau. Did oh. you hear about that? No. Former Notre Dame lineman, yeah. Parker Bedreau, E Money, is officially joining the WWE. <laughs> oh, boom. So, are we talking about Brock Lesnar 2.0? Who knows? Hey, there you go. But Way to go, Parker. Apparently, he has, he has signed a contract with WWE. And also, apparently, a lot, a lot of the wrestlers in the are like highly anticipating him. Really? Being like, oh, he could be like the next big thing. Yeah. Okay. They were saying like, okay, so obviously you don't really follow wrestling a lot. You know who like Brock Lesnar is? Yes. I know the name. That's pretty much it. Okay. Okay. So he's ba- he basically was like, has been like the storyline, like the, they call him like the beast. He's like been the storyline for the past like 10 years basically. Mm-hmm. And they are like thinking of, Parker Boudreaux as the next like Brock Lesnar. Hey, there you go. So he is like, highly anticipated in the WWE universe. With all, at least all the wrestlers are like, "Oh, this kid could be something." Like, look at him, blah blah blah. So, shout out to P Money. Who who would have thought that uh, Shed Some Light is talking WWE? Dude, I'll talk WWE <laughs> all day. People, people sleep on the WWE. Hey, there you go. There you go. All right. That is where we are wrapping up our Monday sports dump here. We're going to grab some Miller Lite refills, and we're coming back with a version of Light Fights that Jack doesn't know about, which I'm very excited to discuss right after the break. Ooh. Bang. Dude, I think, I think the key to a, a good crack is the two crack, where it's like the you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not all no, it's one not motion. Like, yeah, it's just like a. You know, okay. there is it's two, two noises to it. I will I will make a note for that and do it on the third segment here. See see how it plays out there. But we are you're, back. You'll you'll hear what I'm saying. Sorry. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So we are back with our Miller Light refills here. Segment two on this light fight Monday here, doing something a little bit different. Again, as I teased before the break, Jack does not know about this yet. So this is all off-the-cuff, honest reactions here. And um, I came across an article recently um, that was in, I believe it was USA Today. Don't quote me on that, but some some sort of large publishing journal there. And uh, they were talking about the top 20 best-selling beers. Okay. Okay. So, um, obviously I had to take Miller Lite out. Miller Lite, I believe finished third or fourth this past year. So I, I don't know how it's not number one. I think their stats might've been wrong. Um, but I had to take Miller Lite out because that is the clear far and away number one beer out there. And I ranked, I, I put them the, the next 16 into a bracket style tournament here. So we are doing the, the top 16 beers. Uh, Let's go. Light fight. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> so uh, we're we're broken up into four different regions here, um, and we're just gonna discuss them, get our get your opinions on them, see where it takes us. Okay. I'm down. Let's so do um, the rankings aren't perfectly lined up because I had to rearrange some things. So it's not like your typical one versus sixteen and so on, but it's close. So 
with that being said, the number one best-selling beer um, from this past year will be taking on the 15 seed, okay? And our number one beer was Bud Light, and our number 15 is Yingling. Oh, dude, this is a hell of a matchup for the first (laughs) round. Uh, I'm glad yes. I'm glad that you think that because I think Yingling is terrible. Okay, so I I like Yingling, but I only like it in like certain instances. Okay. Like if you're going with like what am I gonna drink more? It's definitely Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah. But like what will hit the spot more at a certain time? Probably a Yingling. But like if I'm going like it, basically how I'm going to rank these is if you're like, how I'm going to determine my winner mm-hmm. is if I could only have one of these beers for the rest of my life, which one would it be? Great, great analysis right there. And with that being said, you got to go Bud Light. Absolutely. I'm right there with you. I was thinking about this beforehand. I don't know what's going to happen when we have tiebreakers. We're just going to have to work those out. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> I, I guess. I don't know. So Bud Light moves on. Yingling uh, gets eliminated in the first round and I'm giving you the thumbs up. That is a great pick. I will like to say there's no, no disrespect here to England. It's a great beer, but it's just the versatility of Bud Light is unmatched compared to England. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, staying in the same region right under them, we have a five versus 11 matchup. Okay. Our five is coming in as the Corona Okay. Okay. And our 11 is a Keystone Light. Mm. Mm. This is easy. I know, I, I, I'm already penciling in what you're going to say here. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big Keystone guy. I think Keystone is actually one of the shittiest of the shitty beers. <laughs> so I'm, I'm anything you, you could put basically anything up against Keystone, and I would basically pick anything besides Keystone almost all the time. Uh, but Corona, it's the summer beer. You got the lime, you got the bottle, you're at the beach, you're at the lake. It's just, I mean, it's tough. You can't beat it. Yep. Again, it's going to be, that's going to be a tough trip in the second though. Oh yeah. It's like, oh yeah. The memories, the versatility of Bud Light. Right. That's, that's going to be what it comes down to. And we'll, you know, we'll decide when we get there. Exactly. Exactly. So Corona moving on beating Keystone light. Um, I, I actually don't mind Keystone light. I know that you were hating on it, but I don't think it's that bad. So that was a lot closer of a matchup for me, but again, you, you can't go wrong with Corona. So Corona's moving on. Fuck Keystone. <laughs> All right. So now we are moving down to, um, we're going to call this the, that was the North region of the bracket. Okay. So we are moving down to the South here. And in the South, we have our first matchup. This is a, let me look at here. I think it's a seven versus nine. Okay. So our seven seed is Natty Light, the all natural light. Okay. And our nine seed is Bush Heavy. This is fucking so easy, dude. <laughs> this is so easy. Pencil fucking Natty Light in. That's my beer, baby. That's my shitty beer. Give me my college memories. Give me the beer bath stock full of those. Give me me just yugging those things from Thursday night until Sunday morning. (laughs) Natty Light all the way, baby. There's a time where, like, 
when I was at, like right after I graduated college and I was at home and like we would always have like Miller Lite there and stuff like that. There was a time where like legitimately I was like, damn, a uh, nice natty light sounds kind of nice right now. <laughs> so I also have a kind of funny story. Um, I had the same opinion of natty light that you did of Keystone Light. I was oh, never, dude. I was never a big natty light person until you went to college. And then once, once you, you were the one that kind of turned me on to those. Cause I always thought yeah, that they sure. were terrible. But they, no. they made a research. Natty Light's the best, though, because, like, it doesn't, like, taste bad, in my opinion, like Keystone kind of does. And you those things go down like they're water, dude. Like, I can drink – like, you could buy me a 30-rack, and I'll sit down, and I'll knock through a 30-rack in a day <laughs> and be like, All right, I'm buzzed now. Let's go. Let's go actually do something tonight. <laughs> they're the best, dude. That's they are funny. great. That's too funny. All right, so Natty Light moves on. And uh, sticking in the South region here, our next matchup is our three versus 13. Okay. So our three seed, um, according to the best-selling beers, is the diesel itself, Bud Heavy. Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, it is going up against the 13 seed here. The What I might argue as the, the fanciest of the beers on this list, and that would be Stella Artois. Oh. Easy. This is the Bud Heavy, and I'll tell you why. One of my roommates in college loved him a good Bud Heavy. <laughs> so anytime he would get the Bud Heavy, I'd be like, "Hey, I'll, I'll throw half, and then we we you know share a case of Bud Heavy. You smack it. You smack a nice Bud Heavy anytime I you, you got one." So I I'm trying. I even, to think- I even got the Bud Heavy shirt. Yeah, you do. You so do. it's got an eagle on the back. America. <laughs> I got I'm I'm legitimately trying to think of the last time that I drank just a straight Budweiser, like a Bud Heavy. Mine was definitely college, senior year. I honestly could not tell you the last time I did. It's not something that I like go out of my way and be like, yeah, I don't want the Bud Light. I want the Bud regular. <laughs> it, it's not a it, – it was like one of those things where like, like I said, my roommate drank it and then his dad drank it. So like whenever I would like go over to their house or like whenever their dad would come down to visit or whatever, they would always like, you know, have some and or bring some. So that was always the beer I would drink with them. So I've had it, you know, a, a pretty solid amount. So I'm, I'm in on the Bud Heavy. I'll ride a Bud Heavy train. Oh, motherfucker. A Bud Heavy versus Natty Light in the next round is going to be – these matchups in the second round are going to be tough. Dude, I know. I know. Uh, Stella, I will give props to Stella. Great beer if you're in like a slightly fancier setting and you still want to drink beer and you don't want to pay like 20 bucks for some sort of other mixed drink, go with a Stella. You still look classy and you're still drinking beer. I think I'm kind of, I'm not out on Stella, but I'm not in on Stella. I legitimately only drink Stella if I'm in like some sort of fancier setting. Okay. And see, maybe this is me just not giving a fuck as, as like everybody that listens to this knows I don't really care about anything. (laughs) I don't even think about that. Like I could be in a full like black tie event where I'm wearing like a nice ass suit and I'll straight up walk to the bar and be like Miller Lite, fuck me up. Let's go baby. (laughs) Like don't care. Like just don't, I don't, I don't think of like beers being fancy. I don't think of like drinks being fancy. I'll be like, I'm going to drink whatever I want no matter where I am. There you go. There you go. Love the mentality. So uh, with that being said, though, Stella eliminated. The diesel moves on. And we are moving on to the east region of the bracket here. And this is our number two 
versus number 14 matchup. Okay. So our number two. I'm going to say this before you say anything. I think I'm going to pick the 14th seed here because I think I know the number two seed. What's your guess for number two? Coors Light. Correct. Coors Light. It was yep. the number two selling beer. And uh, the, number, <laughs> the number 14, Natty Ice. Let's go. Fucking 14 any day of the week. Let's go, baby. Fuck me up. Let's go, Natty Ice, dude. Put that 14 seat above it. Fuck Coors Light. That is piss water. I don't like it. I will drink it if it's legitimately the only thing left. But other than that, fuck it. I'll take Natty Ice any day of the week. That is give, that is give me that higher volume of alcohol and fuck me up, dude. That is a great pick. Um, because I'm right there with you. I do not like Coors Light, and for some reason. No matter if I drink like one or a lot, Coors Light always, always, always gives me a headache. It just isn't good. And I don't know why. I just don't like it. I just, I don't think it tastes good. I like, like I said, I'll drink it if it is legitimately the only thing left. But like, other than that, I will almost always pick any other beer. And in that one, in my opinion, I categorize it as one of the big three it's Miller Light, Bud Light, Coors Light. As just like your yeah, generic and it's, big it's three. Miller Light one, Bud Light two, Coors Light way down at the bottom. Yep, absolutely. That's exactly what I was going to say. So Natty Ice coming with the big upset there. <laughs> no, I I called that before I knew what either of them were. Boom. I said I know two two is about to be Coors, so fuck it, I'm out. All right. So uh, staying in the East region here, we have a six versus ten matchup, and I have no clue which way to pick on this one. And I'm so I, I'm very interested to hear your analysis here. Our six seed is Modelo. Okay. Okay. And our 10 is Heineken. All right. I know what I'm going with. Okay. What do you got? I got to go Modelo. Not because I drink it more or anything, <laughs> but they yell it at White Sox games. So I got to go with it. A little Corona Modelo, you know, as you're, as the guys are walking down the aisle, you know, trying to whip a couple of beers out. So I will always go with the Modelo right there. Shout out to the White Sox. There you go. There you go. Uh, the only push that I was going to make for Heineken um, was dad's old stories. Um, I believe he drank a bar out of Heineken once with his buddies. So that's that's pretty that's fun. Pretty cool. <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta go with the the, the Modelo right there, just because of the guy that walks up and down the aisles at White Sox games. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I'll, I'll take that because, like I said, I didn't have a, a push either way on that side. Um, okay, we are moving down to the West region here. Uh, we are we've got our eight versus sixteen here, and I have a feeling you are going to make a push for the sixteen, and I'm just not going to take it. Our eight seed is Bush Light, and our sixteen is Blue Moon. I don't know what the fuck you talk about, Bush Light. Oh, I thought you were gonna make some argument for for Blue Moon. I think I've had Blue Moon like four times in my entire life. <laughs> Bush Light. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. Like I said, this is another one where it goes back to the the first matchup where like I got to pick the one that I'm gonna drink more and more in my entire life. A blue moon, I'll have legitimately, no pun intended, <laughs> once in a blue moon. Hey. And so, you know, a bush light, if it's offered to me, I'm like, yup, let's go, baby. A bush light is like just like a, a centimeter under natty light. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, definitely. right there, but it's, it's, it's like, it's not where like Keystone is all the way at the bottom, but like right next to natty light at the top where like, if you were to come back and be like, I was like, hey, like get some natty light. 
and then you came back with Bushlight, I'd be like, eh, I'm not that mad. I'm okay with that. Yep, I'm I'm right there with you. I would also like to give a shout out uh, to Dirt Track Racing up in Wisconsin, um, where you can just buy Bushlight by the bags. It just they just throw it into the I bags of ice, and uh, that's yeah. Convenience store across the street from my apartment mm-hmm. has a uh, forty ounce bush lights. So yeah, I'm gonna be snagging those when, when I come down to visit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so can't go wrong with the bush light. Big win there. Um, and we are moving on to our last matchup of the first round here in the West Region. It is our four versus twelve, and uh, I, I'm not gonna say anything. I'll just get your honest opinion here. The number four seed is Michelob Ultra. Okay, and our number 12 is Miller High Life. Miller High Life? Miller High Life, yes. Hey, I'm going Miller High Life, and I'll tell you why. One, never really had a Michelob Ultra, so I'm not going to, you know, like argue for it. But two, they used to have at at the the liquor store near my house in Bloomington, we call them the artillery shells. And it was a 40-ounce Michelob Ultra can. No, High Life, High Life. Miller High Life. Yeah. And it was, you looked like you loaded these things up into like a <laughs> cannon and shot them at people. And it was, and they were like, they were legitimately like two for like three bucks. Oh, I know. And we would just get to it and like pregame with those and just be like, listen, we spent three bucks on both of these. They were not the best beer, but like the memories I've had with Miller High Life are way better. Yep. So I have to go with High Life. Yep. I'm, I'm right there with you. I was going to pick High Life too. Um, I'm not a Michelob Ultra fan. Again, I don't have really anything against it. It's just not something that I'm going out of my way to pick. So High Life gets the win. And we are into the Elite Eight here. Okay. So we're going back up to our north region of the bracket. To get into the final four, we have our one versus five matchup of Bud Light versus Corona. And this is tough. This is tough, but I have an easy I have an easy victory. I, I think I do as well. Yeah, it's Bud Light. Yep. Yep. It's it it is what I said at the beginning. It's the most it's versatile. You know, Corona as as much as I love the memories of Corona are probably better than the memories of Bud Light. But like if I what if you're like breaking it down to like what memories do I have more of? It's more Bud Light than Corona. It's also versatility. I feel like Bud Light is yeah. is um, you know, someone in basketball who can bring the ball up the court and play center. He's got an outside jumper. You can kind of do it all where Corona is like a really good point guard or a really good shooting guard. Like he has his position and he does it really, really well, but he doesn't have the versatility of Bud Light. Bud Light is Luka Doncic and uh, Corona Light is Kristaps. They're on the same team, but like who's better? Luka Doncic. Boom. Great analysis right there. So Bud Light moves on to the final four. In the North region, Mo- moving down to the South, we have our seven versus three matchup of the Natty Light versus tough. the Diesel in Bud Heavy. This is tough. This is really this tough. This is tough, but you know what I got to go with here. I I'm, I'm couldn't agree with you more. Pencil it in, baby. Natty Light. Pencil it in. Give me that goddamn on. Natty Light all day of the week, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Bring. You want to talk about memories. Natty Light has been the, the, the center of – Basically, like ninety percent of the most fun times <laughs> I've had in my entire life. Natty Light has been right at the center of it. There you go. There you go. So Natty Light moves nothing, on. Nothing, and also nothing better than going to the liquor store and seeing like a thirty rack for like ten bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like, guess what I'm getting? That. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so Natty Light moves on to the Final Four. Um, up in our East region here, the the matchup that I would just not tune in to watch. I, I don't care who wins this one. Um, and this is our 14-seed Natty Ice going up against our 6-seed Modelo. Dude, Natty Ice, baby. Fuck Modelo. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I don't know. Natty Ice is... Dude, okay, so you want to talk about the... the I said uh, Natty Light is like the center of like a lot of memories, mm-hmm. you know? Natty Ice is the center of every memory that I've ever forgot. So <laughs> I'm going to go with that because that's a blackout waiting to happen, but it's also a fun night waiting to happen. I... I think I'm making a push for Modelo here. Listen, I won't argue Modelo with you. This one's like a toss-up, but like I've never, I've never had a time where I'm like, oh yeah, I drank like six Modelos last night. Got pretty <laughs> fucked up and yeah. had a great time. Oh, I'm but right let me tell you, me. I've had many a time where it's like I drank too many Natty Ices and I got really fucked up. See, I'm I'm right there with you, but this is one where I'm just picking. Like, if I had a can of each in front of me and had to pick one to drink right now, I would take the Modelo. Or would you take it for the rest of your life? If, if, if my only two choices were Modelo and Natty Ice, then I think I would still take Modelo. That's fair. Listen, I'll give you Modelo. I'm, I'm fine with going Modelo here. It's kind of a toss-up to me, but the, the don't sleep on the Natty Ice. Uh, yeah. There many, many a blackout has started with Natty Ice. <laughs> Consume responsibly, of course. Sure. <laughs> All right. So I'm I'm putting Modelo in as in the final four on that one. Again, it's a toss-up, but that's just what we're going with. And then our last spot in the final four, coming out of the West region, we have the eight seed Bush Light going up against the twelve seed Miller High Life. Okay, this is this is another one where we're probably gonna disagree because you're gonna go Bush Light. But if I'm going on like straight memories. It's the Miller High Life for me. The champagne of beers. It makes it makes me sad to pick against a Miller brand, but yes, I have way more memories with Bush Light, and that, that is what I would put in, but I know that you want the High Life. So again, this one's a tough Listen, suck. I'll I'll go with the Bush Light because I'll tell you what, I have my winner. And you fucking know my winner already. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So you can go with the bush, but I'll tell you what's beating it every goddamn day of the fucking week, baby. <laughs> That's not fair. I should have I should have thought about that and not had them included as well. But if it took me, I'm I'm pe- I'm putting bush light in in the in the final four there. We might as well describe. We might as well go with the bush light versus whoever else because you got you already know my winner of this whole thing. You know my winner of that other final four matchup. You know my winner of this whole thing. Okay, so you're taking so Natty Light. Light. You're taking Natty Light, um, which was our seven seed over our number one seed Bud Light. Fuck yeah, I am, baby. Yes, sir. Give me that Natty Light. Give me the memories. Give me just yugging a billion of these things in a day. Give me everything about it. You talked about it earlier. I forget what beer you talked about it, but it was like anytime you drink it, you just get a headache. Coors Light. Natty Light's the opposite. Like, <laughs> I'll, wake, I'll just wake up. And, like, <laughs> that was the original, like, like hair of the dog. Like, the only way to cure a hangover is to drink more beer. And it was with Natty Light every single time. Yeah, that's just tough, dude. Going up against Bud Light, like, 
That's tough. Natty Light, baby. Put him in the finals. Let's go. I'll I'll give you that one. I'll put Natty Light in that one. And Natty Light's winning it all. (laughs) Our other side is Modelo versus Bush Light, and that is just a clear Bush Light victory. This is it. Okay, then fine. I'm fine with that. Natty Light wins this. (laughs) So we got one shining moment (laughs) for the stars. Someone just Bush (laughs) Natty Light coming in here. (laughs) So (laughs) there it is, baby. So we have we have a Natty Light versus Bush Light final matchup here, and this I guess Natty. just this speaks to our classiness. We just got two piss beers here, shitty ass beers <laughs> in the finals, and it is fucking Natty Light taking it home, baby. One shining moment, dude. Yeah, play, play that song. Give me a montage, and just give me, dude. Just make a montage of me yugging Natty Lights in college. <laughs> That's all you need. I'm actually going to see if I can try and put one of those together, throw it up on social. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you got enough videos of it. We'll have to see. So I uh, definitely have enough videos of it. Send those over my way after the show. <laughs> um, all right, so it's Natty Light, Bush Light final. Jack's taking Natty. I'm taking Bush. Let us know your thoughts. It's Natty winning the solid. Natty <laughs> winning the Natty. Fitting. Congrats. Fitting. So uh, that is our – Top 16. That was good, dude. I like that. Yeah. So uh, I I believe it was USA Today that published that article of the best, the top selling beers of the past year. So shout out to them. Um, obviously, Miller Lite is still far and away number one, but this is just a fun little quote unquote light fight. <laughs> Talking that one out. I love it. So, all right. Uh, let us take one more break here. Grab some of the best beer refills. And we're wrapping up the show with some dumb thoughts, random stories, anything else that is coming to you on this Monday after the break. Yeah, see? <laughs> that was a good oh. crack. I did the, the little jack pause right there. So try it out. Try it out. But we are back with segment three here on Shed Some Light, wrapping up this Monday episode with some dumb thoughts and other random things that have come to our mind over the past couple days. Uh, Jack, do you want to start? Or do you want me to get through mine first? You can go through yours first. All right. So I just have a couple. Um, my first one, I would just like to say that the month of February sucks. Always has. Probably always will. I don't understand how we've had such a mild winter up until now. And then it like just flipped into February. And it's currently negative uh, six out right now. And we've gotten like uh, a foot yeah. of snow. I don't know. You're, it kind of sucks for you. I don't really have. I don't really care. It's like <laughs> forty six. No. Yeah, um, we're going through basically another polar vortex here, and I just hate the month of February. So, just wanted to throw that one it's out there. It's supposed to be fifty seven on Wednesday for us. So, there you go. You take that how you will. <laughs> um, and then two dumb thoughts I have for you, both actually somewhat like cold weather ish related. Um, my first one is, you know how on cars on the back windshield, we have the black lines that are the little defrosters that you can turn on, you know, um, how have we not gotten to the point of making that technology for your front windshield? Like, I understand that the black lines would be a little distracting, but couldn't we put in some sort of like clear lines or something that would make clearing snow off your windshield easier than just blasting hot air from the very center that takes like half an hour to clear off well you know what we should do is like you know how it just blasts hot air from like kind of the bottom of your windshield up yeah 
Why don't they just add it from the side? Oh, like the top the yeah, there you go. See, there's just there's just a lot of inefficiencies in clearing snow off your front windshield that I think need to be addressed. I agree. And this is also one of those things where, like, if I can come up with this, why can't somebody that's, like, making a car come up with this? Exactly. Exactly. I assume that any thought that I've ever had, someone else has already had that thought. <laughs> so, like... Fucking do something about this car manufacturers. Yeah, I would just like to know why that has not been a thing already. Because that would be such a great selling feature on a lot of cars. So, just throwing that one out there. And then my other one, um, just something that that legitimately does not make sense in my mind, is how uh, like jumping a car battery works. Electricity. Like your, know, that's your, the only thing I got. your battery is dead, and then you hook it up to another battery, and then it's back to being alive. It's like uh, defibrillators, where they're like clear, and then you get back to life, dude. That's the same thing <laughs> for a car. I it just doesn't make sense to me. I've only I've only uh, done I've only jumped one car in my life. I think I've jumped a couple cars, but none with a battery. If you know what I'm saying. Hey. <laughs> damn <laughs> so jumping car batteries doesn't make sense to me just because it, it's idiot. just it's just a defibrillator for a car that's what it is <laughs> all right uh that's all i got those are my dumb thoughts for the for the week okay so i have one that's kind of like a funny story and then like a couple that are dumb thoughts okay okay so uh like i said before where i work like i work in like i there's like a track meet going on kind of where i work you know, mm-hmm. and so they hired security for like the track meet, mm-hmm. and I just thought it was kind of funny. Like I shit you not, every single person that worked security, none of them were under the age of sixty five. <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself, I was like, all right, so say like someone is trying to get down to the track that isn't supposed to be there, and that security person stops them. It would take him all of one push to get this guy out of the way. <laughs> and then, like, what's that guy going to do? Like, he's, he's just got to, like, call somebody else. He's literally just got to call the police. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I was just, like, it's probably the worst security they could hire. It's your volunteer like, task force. Yeah. No, no. It's, it's a, like, a legitimate company. Oh, that's Like, they though. hired a company to come do the security for them. And, like, everyone from that company was, like, no younger than 65. That's tough. And I was like, I was sitting there and I was just thinking to myself, I was like, because I also work like game operations. Yep. So like they told us that they were like, Hey, like, you know, we hired security for this, like, blah, blah, blah. We hired this company, blah, blah, blah. And like, I saw the people that work for this company and I was like, dude, there's absolutely no shot that could put up any physical fight against legitimate money <laughs> that came near them. Right. Right. Like if, if you're like, unless you're like their age, you're you're probably getting past them (laughs) and they just like sat in chairs all day and i was like don't get me wrong it's probably a pretty easy gig but like if something were to go wrong and somebody that was like not supposed to be there like came down like they put up absolutely zero fight yeah it's like probably not your best security people probably not the best like security people to hire to do this nope but hey that was all I was saying about the past two days when the security <laughs> when the track meet was going on. I was like, "The fuck, man! I could just, I could, you could literally walk down there and one handed push the security out of the way and walk out of the track." I'm not even kidding you. Like, I feel bad saying that, but like, it it just is what it is. Yeah, yeah. 
right. also another another dumb thought okay um uh, not like kind of a dumb thing that i thought of a kid but it's definitely something that i'm going to i'm going to explain to my kid as why this happens okay and i heard it in a video the other day youtube video the other day and i i love this so if my kid ever asked me like why you know, the moon goes away and the sun comes up and they're like never really in the sky together, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. best way to describe it. The moon, the sun and the moon are never in the sky together because they are a blood and a crip respectively. <laughs> and if they're in the sky together at the same time, they beat each other's ass. <laughs> and so they can never be in the fucking sky together. Uh, that's- and it's 1000% how I'm going to describe it to my kid. And I hope he tells every other kid out there. that that's the <laughs> I've never heard it being described that way. And that's the reason we have days because it's a blood and a crip and they can't be together and they can't be seen together. So one gets the night, one gets the morning and then the day. And then we just go on our merry way after that. <laughs> I think that's the best way to describe it. And it, it Again, I had never heard it like that, and the second I heard it like that, I was like, this is fucking awesome. What, I'm, I'm telling my kid this. So what the heck video were you watching where that came up? <laughs> <laughs> yep, okay. You got to be able to, you got to be able you got to know what to watch. Okay, clearly I'm not watching the right content here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, you're not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, going to the depths of the internet. Seriously. Okay. Another, another dumb thought. Okay. Not really. Never really put together. So I was listening to a song. As you know, I was putting together the playlist of like songs that you, you hear and you just immediately start singing when you're at like a party and or like a pregame type of thing. Yep. So one of the songs that, you know, came up was Razor Glass by Pink. Mm-hmm. Just a banger of a song. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, you know, when we would always listen to it on the radio and there was the part like midway through the song where it'd say like, so raise your glass and then bleep it out yeah. and then keep going. Yeah. I always thought it was like raise your glass, bitch. Like, you know, like, hey, raise your glass, bitch. You know, woo. <laughs> yeah. Everything, you know? Yeah. I learned the other day that it was just, they just say fuck. <laughs> so it just, it just says raise your glass. And then the person literally just goes, ah, fuck. And I was like, that's so anti. That's so much worse. I mean, I, I kind of like it. No, dude. I was like, I thought it was like a like raise your glass, bitch. Like, let's go, woo. You know, <laughs> like it wasn't. It was just like it literally like it sounds depressing when the person says it in the song. It's like it builds up. It's like raise your glass, and then it literally goes fuck. And I, was like, I, what? I don't. I don't know if I've ever listened to that song on the non-edited version. I think dead ass. I think I almost like the ex, the, the non-explicit version better. Because <laughs> it makes me it think this is like razor glass bitch. Yeah, and I I like. So I think I might like the like edited version better. I'm gonna have to check that Which, one out. Um. Okay. So I have two more. Okay. Let's hear. The it. last one is just, one of them is just like a, a statement, and the last one's a question. Okay. So. I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day. And I think it was because I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about it. I wish kilts were like a thing. (laughs) You're probably so fucking comfortable, dude. Like, just like, they're like the upgraded version of shorts, just like a breeze. And then like, you don't really have any restriction of movement. I like, it's I've never probably not that hot 
to wear. Oh, see, I've never worn one, but I would imagine that they're really hot. Oh no, do you get a you get a little updraft if you know what I'm saying? Right, but they look like they're made out of like um like blankets, like almost like quilt material. Yeah, but okay, like just imagine this. Imagine it's like a cold morning. If you're going with that theory, imagine it's a cold morning and you're wearing boxers and then you wrap a blanket around your legs. Still pretty cold. Yeah. You're definitely not warm. And just imagine that blanket only going down to your knees. <laughs> Inefficient blanket. Yeah. I mean, that's what a kilt is then if you're going by that theory. Yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. I might wear a kilt in the summertime. <laughs> I might order a kilt off Amazon. I wonder what the kilt uh, pricings are running these days. If it's under $25, I swear to God, I'll buy one. Let's. Uh, I'm just going to do a live search right here real quick. Uh, if it's under $25, I swear to God, I will buy a kilt. Oh, like speaking, immediately as this ends, I will buy a kilt. Speaking of uh, buying things, have you? Do we have any updates on the underwear vending machine? It was out of order the last time that I went to the mall. Okay. Okay. Wow. But if, if you, how much is it? Kilts are kind of expensive. Ah, fuck. I want a cheap kilt. I mean, there there's a couple cheap ones. The cheapest What's one. The cheapest? the cheapest one that I'm seeing so far is um, thirty bucks. Listen, that's a that's a debate I'll have in my mind. Most of them. You are- me at the end of the day today on a Sunday after the Super Bowl, and I might be searching for kilts on Amazon. Your your top rated bets on Amazon are running between seventy and ninety dollars. See, the other thing is, like, what's what size is it? Like, what size do you get? Uh, let's, let me see here. Ooh, what? Is it like small, medium, large, or is it like, is it like jeans where it's like 30? Okay. So they have small, medium, large, extra large, but then they also have small, mediums, medium, larges, or large, extra larges, like the, the hyphenated sizes. Yeah, this this is tough. But the thing is like, I'm never going to be at a place where I can actually try on a kilt. So I don't yeah. know my size. It says, it says, true to size, order your usual size. What the heck is my usual kilt size? Who's ordering kilts <laughs> on Amazon that regularly orders kilts? Hey, you got uh, you got a lot of color options, though. Uh, end of the day today on the Sunday, you might catch me, you know, scrolling Amazon for a kilt. Wow, dude. Yeah, you got – so you got navy blue, you got black, you got khaki. You have military green, you have dark gray, and brown. See, I just want like the traditional like like kind of green with the red stripes, you know? Uh, that would be what I'm looking at as uh, either the men's heavy tartan utility kilt or uh, the standard tartan utility kilt. A lot of things that we're talking about, you know. Yeah, you're looking. You're know. looking. You're looking about seventy bucks for one of those bad boys. Listen, I won't pay seventy, but I'll check out the ones that are thirty bucks. <laughs> I never would have guessed kilts were that expensive. I probably could. Yeah, it, it, I would assume so. Somewhere there, I would have guessed like but, forty yeah. to fifty. Eh. Seventy is pretty hefty. Close enough. So yeah. All right, last last question for you. Okay. 
and this was, this is a thought that I had the other day. All right. When this situation kind of happened to me. So is, is there an amount where giving a tip is disrespectful in the way that like, so I heard something the other day at a drive through and they had like a little tip jar on like the side and it was, it was nine ninety six, and I paid with a $10 bill and I thought about putting the four cents in the tip thing. But then I was like, if I was the person working, I'd be like, Oh, this motherfucker legitimately gave me four cents. Thank you so much for that tip. Um, like I would rather if I was working, I would rather someone have me give me zero zero dollars and zero cents than four cents as a tip. No, four cents is, is like, hey, here's my fucking chump change, you peasant. You can have it. No, because if they're giving you the change, I feel like it's just kind of normal to then. It just reach over and put it in the tip jar. But my problem with this is having a tip jar in a drive-through is a bold move because they are doing nothing that should be tip worthy, in my opinion. Well, I think that they're almost going off of the fact of what you just said. They're just thinking that like people get changed and like toss it in there. Yeah. So I wouldn't. Ha- I would have not even thought twice about dumping four cents in there because they they they're working a drive-through. It's not like they were waiting on you at a table for an hour. Like, um, well, but I mean like, okay, so I did it at Starbucks. So like I could see where like Starbucks it, doing the drive through is the same thing as like actually, you know, making a coffee and, a, and like food in, yeah. if you go inside. Right. So like, it's kind of the same thing. So I could see why they would have a tip jar there, but I agree with you for the most part that a tip jar to drive through is a cocky move, but yeah, you know, I, I would not have thought twice about dumping four cents in there. I thought you were talking well, about. Like if you were at a sit down restaurant, like what is a disrespectful tip? Yeah, there's obviously like a disrespectful tip if you're going like less than like 15%. It's like you're an asshole. Yeah. That's another thing where this, again, all goes back to me just trying to take the path of the least like confrontation. The waiter or waitress could be the worst server I've ever had in my entire life still getting 20%. Oh yeah, I'm right there with you. I I I will never give someone a shitty tip. I'm I will give you twenty percent for doing the bare minimum, and I will go yeah, over will twenty over if you're good. You. Yep. Yep. Thousand percent. Yep. I will I will always give you twenty percent at least, and I will always over tip you if you are above average. And it's funny because I've seen a bunch of like stuff on social media about this, where it's like our generation who just clearly like, we don't have money right now. Like we're just too young and we have no idea what we're doing. And we're the ones giving these sorts of tips where it's then like the older generations who have been working for a very long time and have a lot of money built up. And they're the ones giving these tiny tips because they're unhappy with the service. And it's just like, come on now, you you can do better than that. Yeah. I also have a question for you. Okay. So if you are giving a tip in the situation that i described where it's like a drive-thru and or a tip jar yep are you like waiting until they turn around so they see you putting the money in or are you like trying to slip it in when no one's looking um that one's just like i play it by the situation sometimes i want them to see sometimes i just dip it right in there i i don't really have a preference i see i am almost always like please don't be looking when i tip you 
because like I don't want you to think like and this this is such a bad way to think on my part but it's how I think <laughs> it's like I think that if I tip you that in your mind you are thinking about me like this person thinks I need a tip ah. and it's like it's not the case it's almost never the case but like I would rather you like turn away and me just like dump my wallet into the tip jar <laughs> and then like put it back real quick and be like nothing happened yeah like I wasn't even here. Yeah. Like just never see me. Like even if I'm like, even if I'm like at a restaurant and I, you're like a great, you know, like server, I will tip you very well. But if I want to sit there and finish my meal, don't take my check until I leave. Mm. Like I don't want you to see I tipped you a lot until I leave. I don't want like you to come back and be like, oh, like thank you very much. That was like a very generous tip. Like I don't want that interaction. Yeah. I just want to like, I just want to do it. And then I want to leave and that's it. <laughs> Nothing wrong. I don't, with want that, you, I don't want you to see me. Right. Right. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I'm really bad at tipping. I'm good at tipping, but I'm also bad at tipping. You're good at tipping. You're bad at the tipping interactions. Yeah. Oh, dude. Well, just interactions, period. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm top five interactions, period. <laughs> there you go there you go all right you got anything else for the listeners on this monday i don't think so no all right that is where the boys are wrapping up shed some light episode 49 thank you all for listening if you made it this far be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out uh oh wait time out sorry okay what do you got how much time do we have uh 10 minutes okay i was just rethinking again today i don't know why legitimately i don't know why in the middle of like my work day, I was just rethinking how much of a, how much fucking douchebags Arizona is for not like going by daylight savings time. And like, just how, I was like, like, what the fuck? It's like, are you just driving to another state and like you lose an hour or you gain an hour? Like, how does that work? How do you just not do it? Because, because, I, I mean, I don't know how they just don't do it, but I think it's like, you know, some part of the year they're on like the West Coast time, whatever that is. In some part of the year, they're on mountain time, like the one right next to them. Bullshit, dude. Fuck them again. <laughs> they're still on my shit list. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was just thinking, I was legitimately middle of my work day today. Like I was, I was <laughs> doing something and I was like, dude, you know what? Fuck Arizona. How do they not go out? I was like, if you just drive like a state over, like either way, like do they just did you just lose an hour or game? Yeah, that's bullshit. I mean, that's basically how it is in Indiana. We're so close to Chicago time zone that it's yeah, but yeah, but like we we pick a time zone and we stick to it. You can't just <laughs> jump time zones. You should oh be, my they, god, there should be a law against this. <laughs> your your work thoughts are something else. Also, if there's no law against it, I would like to be my own independent state, and I would like to not abide by the fucking daylight savings anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm late, boss. I don't fucking listen to daylight savings. I'm operating on Jack's time. <laughs> Arizona doesn't do it, so fuck it. I'm not doing it either. <laughs> That's too funny. Or, or I'm gonna move to Arizona and then abide by it. So like, I'm gonna have my job and be like, why isn't everybody here? <laughs> and then everyone there's like, well, we don't listen to it. Well, guess what? I fucking do. So get here an hour early. You got to start get your own company in Arizona. 
Yeah, here's here's my crusade against Arizona not abiding to daylight savings time. Okay, here's what we're doing. We are going to move Shed Some Light headquarters to Arizona, hire a staff, and operate on daylight savings time. And the first time they miss, we fire them all. <laughs> Every single one of them. If you're an hour late, fuck you. Okay, Shed Some Light officially moving to Arizona. Boom. All right, no one talk about this plan or bring it up ever, and we're firing everyone that doesn't do it the first time. <laughs> Sorry, suck it, get out of here. There you you go. abide by daylight every time or you get out. There you go. All right, so now that is where we are wrapping up episode 49. Give us that five-star rating and review. Um, also, be sure to check out the description here of the podcast. It has all of our links to social media. Hit us up there. We would truly appreciate it. And hope everyone has a great week. We'll catch you on Wednesday for another weird Wednesday. In the meantime, though, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.